This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 155. Startupradio.de host talks about how not to translate your idioms into English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation with your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Gabby Wallace, the language angel from Boston, USA. Can't get enough of All Ears English? We can't get enough of you either. We made a four-hour video course with four phrase guides that go together. You're going to learn the four keys to connecting with American people. You can instantly download the whole course. Just go to allearsenglish.com slash keys, K-E-Y-S. In today's episode, you'll learn how not to translate your idioms, and you'll get two tips for successful study abroad in the U.S. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Today, uh, we have a special guest, um, Joe Menninger. Joe, how are you? Doing good. Thank you. How are you doing, ladies? Good. Very good. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us today. So I'd, I'd like to introduce Joe to all of our listeners. Joe is one of the hosts of StartupRadio.de. That means uh, from Germany. It's a, a podcast based in Germany. Joe, which city are you based out of? Uh, Frankfurt. Frankfurt am I. Oh, excellent. And um, Joe has studied in the U.S., um, and he, he's a management consultant with experience in entrepreneurship. And Joe has actually been involved in five startups. That's, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we want to welcome Joe to our show, and we're going to talk a little bit about his experience um, and his advice for international students who want to come study in the U.S. and also uh, as an entrepreneur, how to do business across cultures using English. So some really meaty topics that we're going to give you some real quick, uh, specific advice for in today's episode. So um, Joe, just thank you so much. And let's get right into your experience studying in the U.S. Do you have, you know, just one or two of your top pieces of advice to share with our audience about um, studying in the U.S. and specifically you were in Texas. So if you want to talk about that, um, let's hear it. What, what, what's your advice? <laughs> well, you, you got to know Texas is quite different. So basically the story is I was studying in uh, North Texas mm-hmm. in a twin university of my university in Germany and came over to do the senior year. So I was oh. basically there almost all of 2006. Okay, great. So one of, one of the biggest things in my experience is you got to include yourself. You got to bring yourself into the community mm-hmm. because if you're just going to classes and then hang out with other people, um, maybe also from Germany, mm-hmm. um, in the other time and they are your roommates, you, you never get really included. It, yeah. It's totally mm-hmm. different if you join groups and societies on campus, even fraternities, and that, then, then you really take the dive into the culture. The, this is when you learn much more about the language um, than you would ever in class because 
you totally use it. Mm-hmm. You you're totally kind of involved in it, and at one point it was for me after I think two months you start dreaming in English, oh, and that, that's, that's the point when when you're really in the culture. Yeah. Wow. Uh, just, sorry, just a quick thing. If you could um, uh, just be a little bit farther away from your mic, there's a little bit of that muffling sound. Uh, Lindsay, yeah, you I had a question. question. Yeah. So, did you join a fraternity? Don't yes, or, of course. Ooh, wow. what, what is an American college experience without um, a fraternity? <laughs> oh, wow. Did you pledge then when you so you had to pledge like to apply, right? Yes, of okay. course. Everybody has. Mm. Oh my goodness, I'm just curious, yeah. what did they make you do? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm not permitted to speak about that. <laughs> That's what I, I figured. Was joining a very good fraternity. They had a no hazing policy. Oh, okay, good. I've heard that some of the fraternities mm. have some interesting hazing practices, yeah. and I'm not sure if we're allowed to talk about them. They're very secretive, but I know that's been in the news uh, mm. in recent years. But, uh, but good, I'm but glad. I, I can tell you something really different, which really annoyed the hell out of uh, my fellow pledges because they did not haze us but they told us you gotta have at least a 3.0 GPA if you don't have it we go to the library and you have study time there and that was much harder for some of my fellow oh my god getting hazed i love that and, wow. and if i can just like quickly explain hazing um it's just you have to do some mm. challenges in order to join a group and sometimes the challenges could be quite crazy quite dangerous quite yeah dangerous yes, as well I know from one other fraternity who made people uh jump in a well Ooh. Um, like like yeah. a fountain, like one that had a fountain, and yeah. one of them broke some of the pipes and <sighs> one of his bones. <gasps> wow! <clears throat> wow! So or I've heard about eating goldfish, things like that. Oh, so beware! <laughs> beware! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't be scared away from joining a fraternity. Join one like Joe did that makes you study and uh, cares about your well being. That's great. Well, I love your tip to be included in the community and joining a fraternity for men or a sorority for women Mm -hmm. if you're on a college campus is an excellent idea. That's great. Um, Was there another tip you have about studying in the U.S. and making that a successful time? Um, Yes, of course. You you got to see, before I came to the States, I was basically living for uh, a little bit more than a half year in China mm. and the, the culture from the outside seemed to be pretty similar but it's different so you should not just go in like you do it every day but first observe for example I had this one experience when I was within the first days in a in a all over the United States present big market uh, grocery shopping oh yeah and there, there was this shelf and there was this lady, and I just grabbed the chips, and she jumped back a foot and said, "Oh, excuse me." And I said, "Yeah, sure," because that that was something I, I did not get this this personal space. That was something ah, that I later got. That's so it interesting. That's important. Yes. Yeah, I think we talked mm. about that a few episodes ago with the close talker, right? When, Big thing. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. So. Um, 
so for this was sorry a Chinese woman or an American woman who jumped an American back? woman in in a big uh, grocery market in the states. In Texas. Oh, okay, right, because I, I think Americans tend to have a little more personal space, right. the personal right. bubble, as we called yeah. it on that show. But, right, yeah. right. Well, that's a oh, go ahead. Make a. Uh, uh, top three so basically the americans have the most personal space okay germans have some mm. and in china i think that concept is totally unknown because it's right. so densely populated right I can give you just one example do you know how how many people get into an elevator mm. it's the people get in as many as would be in the u.s mm -hmm. then more people get in and <gasps> then more people get in mm. until the overweight alarm goes off oh my god <laughs> Last person gets out. Wow! Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. That's interesting. So, well, I've I've been to. You have your your back behind you, and even if you wanted to, you could not even grab it. Wow! It's, it's so tight. I I was going to say I've been to China just briefly um, on vacation to Beijing and um, Xi'an, a city more in the interior, and I remember walking around Beijing and people kind of bumping into me, which for an American is a little scary and a little rude, but I think in China it's quite normal, mm -hmm. but it takes some getting used to because um, in the U.S., if someone bumps into you, that could be cause for a fight, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, so... exactly. And one other, one other thing, uh, mm -hmm. friends of mine who live in China, mm -hmm. they told me when you travel there with a European baby, um... Mm -hmm. The, the Chinese people love the baby so much, they, they'll just take it and cuddle it a little huh. bit. So uh, wow. I think every American mother would totally freak out. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't take my baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. They, they yeah. just love them. They think they're cute, they're beautiful, and they just want to cuddle it a little bit. Well, that's nice. Mm -hmm. It's just it's different because we don't tend to, you know, try to cuddle other people's babies here unless... We know the mother pretty well, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, Same in Germany, but different in Asia. Let's talk a little bit about your, your business experience because you have this great experience with entrepreneurs and startups. And I believe you've definitely worked with people from, from different countries and maybe English is the common language there. So um, could you share just one quick tip for uh, from from your experience working in in that area, yes, of course. Every idiom you mm. have in one language doesn't necessarily apply in another language. Ah, so For example, no. I have one example from a friend. I was in Shanghai with him, mm -hmm. and there's this main shopping street, Nanjing Loop, mm -hmm. and it was totally packed. And he was standing there and said, "Oh, people mountain, people see." People mountain, people see. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's Ren Shang, Ren Hai, one of those idioms in Chinese. That's and great. it means there are enough people here, if you put them together, they would form a mountain or they would fill up an ocean. It's, it's pretty oh, packed here. I love it. That's a great example. And yeah. th there's so another confusing. German that I have because in one phone conference, there was one German um, colleague uh, from from my uh, from my customer saying that sausage to me. That sausage to me. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a German idiom. Which word translated? It means I don't care. Oh, oh my goodness! Weird. 
I love these literal translations yeah. because they just sound ridiculous. You have to be really careful. You're right. That's yeah. a good point. So, right. I mean, be aware of what an idiom is. It's something that, you know, you're using like the word sausage to mean something else, but it definitely does not translate right. in English. It's so rooted in culture, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Exactly. I mean, it, mm. yeah. I'm just thinking when we talk about sausage, it's something else. So yeah. don't, don't use that. Oh yeah. That just comes to my mind. Yes. Yeah. You have to be careful. Um, yeah. So I guess our, our tip for our listeners is, you know, speak in plain English whenever possible. Possible and maybe start to understand idioms, but use them sparingly until you're really sure, you know, uh, mm-hmm. how they work, right? Right, or just don't translate an idiom, yeah, right? Yeah, don't yeah, Don't try to go into a new place and translate your idiom into that culture, the yeah. target culture. For, mm-hmm. for Germans, it's, it's pretty tricky because, um, because some idioms are almost the same, like getting into a health kitchen. Oh. Meaning you get in big trouble, right? You would understand that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a German one you can really translate, but there's other ones like the sausage you can't. Not really, yeah. Yeah. How interesting. I just, I feel like this is such a rich topic and I wish we had more time to get into it and more time to talk about your, your studies in the U.S. and, and business and everything, but, um, but you know, we just well, want to invite me back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll invite you back. You know, you can also invite us on your podcast. Why don't we tell our listeners um, where to find you, especially our German listeners. We have quite a few people listening in Germany. So um, your podcast is on iTunes, right? Exactly. You should search for startupradio.de or you can visit our website where you have the options to subscribe with the Android uh, podcast apps as well as iTunes. You'll find it with www.startupradio.de. Fantastic. And I know you have some material in English and some material in German. So um, maybe, you know, all listeners would enjoy the, the interviews in English that you do as well. Yes, exactly. And we also had one interview with a lady from Australia. Mm-hmm. She set up a chocolate startup here in Germany called List Chocolate. Oh, nice. And uh, we've been talking about the difference in cultures. And to boil it down to one bottom line, she said, in Germany, it takes much longer to set something up, but then it works smooth like clockwork. Wow, mm. that's great. Well, that would be a great episode to listen to. I'm definitely going to listen to that one. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe, for joining us and for your tips. They're really, really invaluable. Yeah, thank you, Joan. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. If you want to put your ears into English more often, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.